everybody. Welcome. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse on Mutiny Radio. When you hear the dogs barking, you know it's time for comedy. So uh, we're going to be waiting for an audience a little bit tonight, and if they don't show up, we're just going to play an old one. You guys won't know the difference. Ha. Huh? Uh, yeah, because you know here at Mutiny Radio, uh, here we are, and hopefully an audience comes. And if they do, we'll hang out. And if not, we'll see what happens. Thanks for joining us right now, though. It's Pamtastic's Comedy, Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. This is uh, Floating Goat, being awesome.
to Welcome to the Hellhead. 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 Is this thing on? Cool. Yes, too. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Hell hat. Here we are. Hat is made of fur. There's weird shit in it tonight. There's weird today people were. I think it's kind of like from yesterday, that whole 420 thing. People got a little off their rocker. So uh, the way hell hat works is you pull out of the hat and you see what happens. And uh, yeah, here we go. I'll show you how it's done. Uh, this first one says, really awkward Uber ride. This does not pertain to me because I don't have a smartphone. So I cannot actually obtain an Uber in any way. I have no access to Ubers. I have to uh, ride the cab like the rest of the proletariat scum. And uh, yeah, I'm not. I, every Uber ride is an awkward ride because I'm not supposed to be in it. It's just me jumping in and being like, hey, where are you taking me, Philippe? That's <laughs> it's an old... Reference to it. That's the new movie that just came out, too. Was that good? Did you see it, Clay? The Beauty and the Beast. Where are you taking us, Philippe? That was the... She talked to her horse. No one watched the original... No one was obsessed with the original Beauty and the Beast, just me? Okay. Yeah. Where are you taking us, Philippe? Oh, God. (laughs) Sometimes... Well, actually... Never my parents call me anymore because they're not ever proud of me. So I'll sing this song. I think everything I do makes them upset. They don't like me. We haven't talked in four years. Okay, this said sing about the last time you made someone proud or upset. I don't think I've ever made my parents proud. I don't even know what that would be like. Uh, the last time my mom, she didn't even call me. She texted me and she said, Jesus is calling you. And I was like, no, you're actually texting me. This is not how things work. This is, I, I, I pity the fool who gets this stupid thing. Someone was on drugs when they wrote this one. And I'm not even going to try it. I'm just not even going to try it. Okay. <laughs> Guarlap, <laughs> am I right, everybody? I mean, <laughs> that shit is impossible to eat made of people on the magnet planes that we ride. What's the deal with magnet plane food? Am I right? It says comedian from the future tells jokes. So I'm like, I'm not sure how that, I'm not sure how that works. It's a magnet plane. I don't fucking know how magnets work. Okay. Magnets, how the fuck do they work? ICP. No ICP in the pat in the in the hat tonight. Not not existing. Where's this FCC? <laughs> of of I shouldn't even say anything about. It. They're having a comedy festival now. I find that funny. Uh, the importance of haberdashery. Well, thank you, Ian Levy, for making sure that people remember the difference between haberdashery and millinery. Right, haberdashery is for men, millinery is for women, and I think that we have overlooked and underlooked the importance of haberdashery. In our men don't cover the tops of their heads anymore. It's like the Jews like completely fell apart, right? Aren't we supposed to cover our heads from God or something? Like the yarmulke isn't yarmulkes are haberdashery as well, and why not really just you know add a little um, flair to the top of that? Some feathers, some sequins, haberdashery underused in these in these days 
Uh, all right, yeah, hilarious things in the. I know, and I know who wrote that. Too. There's some people who write down stupid things, and I'm like, yeah, okay. So I'm glad I got this one because it made no sense when she wrote it, and then I shortened it. I shortened it to "Plants Die, Babies Live," but the question she actually wrote, and this is from Elizabeth Mansfield, was, "Why do I think?" Or it's something like. Every plant I've ever owned has died, but I think I can make a baby live. And then I'm supposed to make something funny out of that. And I'm like, it sounds like you just need to get booked on more shows, Elizabeth Mansfield, because your joke's kind of all together here, and it doesn't work for me. Plants die, babies live. I have a plant that I've had alive for eight years now. Yeah. I think it's, uh, thank you, thank you. It's still alive. It's actually grown. It's a bigger plant. It's it's a bigger plant. It, it's a uh, uh, Jonathan. It's it's sure. It looks like a cactus, but it's not a cactus. It's like a succulent cactus. Succulent. Yeah. I kept the cat alive for six years. That's good. He's not dead yet. Uh, and I still love him. All right. My mama told me. Not to have sex before marriage. <laughs> that was great. Um, my mama told me, uh, you better shop. That's not true either because she loves to spend money. Uh, my mama told me never, uh, never play the field when you're playing craps. Anyway, she was more of a roulette player. Big, big money winner. Okay, I'm going to pull one more and then I'll be done with this bullshit. There was one specifically that I wanted. And I didn't get it, which was a bummer. It was it was written by Marty Cunney, and it was a good one. It was about like doing interpretive dance of some kind, and I was really excited about it. So, whoever gets that interpretive dance one, I might join you. Uh, this one says favorite chastity belt, and that is actually going to be my chastity belt because I haven't shaved anything for a long time, and it keeps people. It literally keeps them away because they are so fuzzy and long that it like pushes them away from my vagina, literally. Literally pushing away. Uh, hey, we have one. You guys, we're gonna perform the. You're gonna perform the fuck out of this hell hat for our one real audience member. Yeah, get excited. We're gonna sing the song. M U T I N Y comedy clubhouse comedy clubhouse comedy clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes of high 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 high. M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! 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 Our first comedian in the evening has a show every Wednesday from 10 to midnight here on the station. It's called The Night Space. Clap your hands wildly for Arden! Thank you, Mutiny. Oh, goodness. Uh, so... Uh, we'll see how this goes because everyone who knows me knows I always say improv is bullshit. Um, but I think I think this, of this as more as uh, theoretical crowd work, right? So the crowd was on the internet, and I am just responding to them. I think you're nodding in agreement. I, I'm going to take that as a go ahead. So let's see let's see what the first thing we got here. It's like people want to fuck me all the time, and I've got all this money, and like I'm always taking these vacations to exotic places, and all these supermodels want to fuck me. I mean, life is hard. <laughs> 
Fame sucks. Aww. I'm not famous, so don't feel bad. Uh, let's see. What's the say? Well, that, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm like embodying something here. Uh, uh, I don't understand why babies like Cheerios. To me, they taste like death because it, it's the thing you can only eat when you're a kid, but also uh, when you're about to die. Like, that's the last thing you can eat is Cheerios. So Cheerios taste like death to me. Uh, Cheerios taste like death. Jokes write themselves. Uh, let's see. I'll tell you why I don't sleep, sweep the floor. Because that's not my job. That's not my job. That's your job. You do that job. Sweep the floor, why don't you? Because it's not my job. Uh, let's see. Ooh. Uh, what would I put inside an Easter egg? I mean, uh, and what type of Easter? Are we talking the plastic kind that you pop open and that's easy? Because yeah, then you put a piece of candy, put whatever you want in there. But if we're talking like an Easter egg, like what wizardry are you using to keep a hard-boiled egg and then hollow it out and, and, and put something inside that? What the? Ah. Science is the devil. It's the devil. It's going to be the death of us all. Ah. Anyway. Uh, okay, this is just bad English. As an, as an English major, I, I, I take issue with this. Spectacle parrot lets no apostrophe get divorce. <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck. Oh my god. This is why we're getting divorced. You goddamn parrot. You never learned proper grammar. Uh, I hate you. I don't care if you want a cracker. You're not getting half my shit. I will fight you until you're dead. I know you have a 98 year life expectancy because you're a fucking parrot, but I, I swear to god, I'll fight you till at least I die. You ain't getting my shit. Uh, divorce is messy, is what I'm saying. Divorce is messy. Oh, uh, 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 your new Miss USA, uh, Miss New Hampshire. Uh, that, that's uh, Bill O'Reilly's next job. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got, ooh, I uh, hope the government's not listening because best lie on my taxes is that, uh, ooh, what did I? I didn't lie about anything this year. Shit. That's what happens when you pay a guy to do it, right? But then there, here's, here's the most interesting part. Uh, so remember how I used to talk about how I had that marketing job forever and then I quit to make coffee? Well, so last year, I only worked for six months out of the year at that $100,000 a year marketing job. And then the rest of the year, I was on unemployment, except the last two months of the year, I was working at Phil's making minimum wage. Uh, so I effectively lowered my tax bracket so much that the government owed me $2,700. Wow. Yeah. So, not a lie, but, you know, yay money for me. Uh, no, I want to get you more milk. <laughs> no, I want to get you more milk. This is an argument we can only have while getting cookies, right? 
no, I want to get you more milk. Like, I'm thinking cookies. Also, I'm high and I'm hungry. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, no, I wrote this for myself. You can't do that one. <laughs> Someone else gets that one. Uh, using a falafel. I think they meant loofah. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, lie detection test stoned. That one's a good one. Uh, so somebody, somebody asked me something I'd probably lie about. Anybody? Can you still beat your wife? Uh, do I, uh, ooh. Uh, wait. Do I still beat, I used to beat my wife? Did I? I don't remember. I have a wife? What's her name? Marcia. No, that doesn't sound familiar. I would remember Marcia because she was on the Brady Bunch. That was a cool show. Marcia, Marcia, Marcia. Marcia, she got pegged in the face with a football. I think, is, is that what you're talking about? I didn't do that. that. That was Tommy. Tommy threw that shit. That wasn't me. Fuck that. Anyway, that's a, that's a highlight of Hector Test. Uh, let's see. Porn prohibition. Oh, this is one near and dear to my heart. Because uh, I, I, I can't even give it up for Lent. I can't give up porn. That's such a, I start my day with porn. Right? That's the, the first thing. I, I wake up to my iPhone going boop, 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 boop. And the first thing I do is unlock that phone and go, oh, what's on the homepage of you porn today? Uh, and yeah. Because uh, I, I am a dis disgusting uh, single human being, uh, you know, and, and my, life, my, life, my life is very sad and lonely. Uh, but anyway, that, that's uh, no, so I can't do a prohibition against porn. That's not happening. Uh, your most emotional fart. Ah, oof. Yeesh. See, my problem is I can't fart. Like, I have to hold in every fart because I work in coffee, right? And so I make coffee all day. I drink coffee all day. Every fart is a potential disaster waiting to happen in my pants. Uh, so, yeah, farts are not happening. And when, when I'm able to use the bathroom, no one wants to smell that. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's why. I, I, so if I did fart, it would probably be emotional because the emotion would be embarrassment because I would have to go home and change my pants and take a shower. Uh, yes. Uh, no, yo mama. Mm. No, yo mama. No, yo mama. Um, it would be funnier if it was no, your mama. K-N-O-W. Not no, N-O, your mama. Because I, I, I know yo mama. All right? Your mama and I are very good friends. We play chess. We play a lot of chess together. Sexual chess. It, it, it's a match of uh, who's going to fuck who and when. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that, that's a more intellectual, uh, yo mama. Uh, let's see. We got, uh, do, do, do. ooh, last time I went to the dentist. This is good because I tried to do a bit on this and it didn't work, so I want to see if this is funny. Uh, so last time I went to the dentist was this past week because I hadn't been in a couple years and it uh, came out, perfect checkup, but I hate the friggin' dental hygienist. That's the name of the person who tortures you in the chair before the actual dentist gets there to say, look at your x-rays for a second, poke around and go, I did my job and get paid. Like, uh, so the dental hygienist is one who puts you through torture. And this one found it hilarious that uh, 
every time she tried to get me to deep throat an instrument, I gagged. And she's going, uh, oh, you little bitch. And uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, I think she was working out some issues on me. Um, but let's see. Uh, ooh. So I hate this new shoe, this new fucking shoe. Everyone's talking about this goddamn shoe. And uh, this shoe, you know, it's atrocious. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's ugly. It's it got the worst color. And it's loud. It's just an obnoxious shoe. And uh, it goes around bombing things. And, uh, you know, sending navies places. And it's the worst fucking shoe we've ever had. And, uh, I mean, well, I mean, you know, the shoe's not all bad. Because uh, at least the shoe's good for the economy. Or so they say. But, uh, yeah. This fucking shoe, man. Uh, so that, w that was talking about Trump. I got time for one last quick one uh, that I want to do. And uh, what did you see at Coachella? Mostly a lot of nip slips. Mostly not a lot of nip slips. Uh, but I've never been to Coachella because I don't even understand what it co – that's when it, the girls are wearing, like, the, the tiny little outfit and the nip slips out. Uh, yeah, so nip slip. And Coachella, they're all about the, the tight little outfits for the guys and the girls. So there's the nip slips and the peen slips for the girls too. Um, so yeah, that's what I would see at Coachella if I actually knew what a Coachella was and wanted to go to it. But anyway, uh, that, that just lets you know I was born in the wrong generation, but you've been a wonderful audience. Thank you for listening. And give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. Coachella is yay! I I won tickets to that once, uh, but then I wasn't able to go. Oh. I know I sang karaoke on the radio in in San Diego, and I won tickets, and I couldn't go. And anyways, it's just a bunch of people in the desert. It's like Burning Man light. Don't worry about it. A lot of people dehydrating from too much MDMA. Your next comedian is our political pundit. Pundit if you will. I have no idea what he's going to bring out of the hat, but he's a very funny man. Clap your hands wildly for Matthew Quirk. Yeah! Thank you, thank you. Give it up for our hostess with a very modest amount, Pam Benjamin. Right on. All right, let me mix it up in here. Get something. Talk about how ginger lives matter. Ah! Oh, man. Nah, that's not what it says. <clears throat> interview questions for people in hell oh man I'm ready for this one so I'm in hell and uh, it's the hell that we all choose here in San Francisco the fucking rental and housing market and I'm being like forced out of my apartment because they won't like give the lease to me as the leaseholder moves out with her boyfriend and I have got to like fill out these rental applications, right? I mean, please make fun of my fucking, you know, credit score and all that. Stop making me answer these questions about like, what's my philosophy on sweeping? And what does community mean to you? You know, like, Jesus Christ, you know, how do you feel about bread? Like, oh, fuck, man. I think I'm walking into a buzzsaw. Are you guys gluten-free? Is this a trap? You know, 
I mean, make fun of my money. Do not toy with my emotions like that. Like, save me from these fucking situation living, communal intensity, housing with a purpose, shared room. It's at least purgatory. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Should I do ones that I wrote myself? The best thing to do in a blackout. I don't know, murder? Because you want to have, you know, some plausible deniability that that was really you doing it. Because they've done studies on blackouts and it's just your brain operating. Like you're not recording anything. Like you have no morals, you have no, none of that stuff. So it's got to be an insanity plea at this point with the science of alcoholism, right? I mean, alcoholics, you guys got it made as far as the drug addicts in this country. Because, I mean, if 420 just happened, right? Let's be topical. Everyone's showing up, eyes still red, cotton mouth to the fucking bone, dragon ass, can't remember shit. Everyone's pissed off at them at work, right? But when someone goes out for their birthday and gets drunk as shit, the next day at work, everybody covers for them in this fucking society. You guys got it too easy with your alcoholism. (laughs) So, you know, everyone else is like weak and everything. And you're like a great person if you're an alcoholic in this culture. And... So go for it. Murder would be the thing to do in a blackout. I mean, even stealing stuff, you eventually have to come to and pawn it, right? And then that's a crime. But like murder, you can totally do that blacked out and just be like, I have no memory of this. Uh Pass every lie detector test possible. That would be murder. (laughs) Right? No recording devices. Right? I mean, the only other thing to do in a blackout would be sex, and that's not like... That's pretty close to the best thing. Hell has, demonically. Hobo porn. I think you guys see a lot more hobo porn than you realize. Really. I mean, how many of those people are living in a tent or in their car, right, just doing it for the money? Like, you think these people live all in mansions, everyone who does porn? They're, like, desperately hitchhiking their way across the country, you know? They stop in Arkansas somewhere and shoot a fucking group bukkake or something. They do it for the money, and they're living out of their car. You guys see a lot of hobo porn. It's not shocking to these two. They know they see hobo porn. Favorite Kardashian? No such fucking thing, man. Except maybe the guy who died, who who defended OJ, who had second thoughts afterwards. I guess he was an all right guy. He eventually showed a conscience. Yeah, he died of cancer. Yeah. He eventually showed some sort of remorse or human dignity. 
But still, I mean, none of them can be a favorite. They're all just the worst in humanity projected onto our lives. There can be like a least worst one, I guess. That would be the best I could offer. But I don't even know which is who or which is which. Yeah, I don't know. She's the one with uh, Lamar Odin, right? The best possible. Yeah. It's certainly not Caitlyn. Just another reality TV star who got a boob job for ratings. I think it's clear. Show peeps how to tie a tie. I do have a tie. Do I really have to show you guys how to do this? Just to prove that I did do this myself. Talk us through it. Hold on. All right, set up your collar. You want to pull your collar up. (laughs) You want to make sure the seam of the tie is on the inside. You have to be over generous with the spacing on the, uh, the thin and the fat ends of the tie. I personally put my thumb on the, the label in back for spacing. What you do is you take the long, fat part of the tie and wrap it around from your right to your left around the short end. Right. You then come through the V, and then you wrap it around the opposite direction Slowly, huh? Let's start from the beginning. With our seam in. Not too tight. Be gentle. I'm reenacting going through the V. That's an up and over. And then back around the other side. But this one you wrap. Do a complete lap. And then you tuck the big fat part through that loop you created in your last go around. I don't have a mirror, but I assume it's plumb level and true, the knot. And then just tuck it kindly against your Adam's apple. Put your tie back under your V-neck sweater. (laughs) Like a gentleman. And fix your collar. It's preferable to cover the entire neck of the tie with your collar. And you're ready to rock. Do I have the dimple in the center? Not really. Would you do it perfectly? There's a dimple in the center of the downspout of the fat part of the tie. And there's ladies in the audience. How do I look? Yeah. That's 100% yes from the ladies. Violent pacifist. We all know a violent pacifist. We've all known him. We have idolized this man. 
Muhammad Ali. Right? Factual. He refused to go to war. He refused to kill his fellow men. He refused to take up arms against someone. But in the sport of pugilism, he was perfectly willing to beat the holy shit out of somebody with skill and grace and dance-like moves. He wasn't a perfect man. He was what we call a headhunter in the biz. Never worked the body. Almost never threw body shots. Was always just poking at the head with his jabs and rights and crosses. And uppercuts, quite frankly. He wasn't a perfect man. He wasn't a perfect boxer. But he was a violent pacifist. I could go on, but... Tell hat. Let's move along, shall we? Last, last oh, my last pull. Emotional baggage versus emotional luggage. That's about like status, right? I mean, we, the great unwashed, have emotional baggage that we take from relationship to relationship, to our new jobs, right? We take the emotional baggage from alcohol and bring it over to cocaine, right? But the rich have emotional luggage. And they get someone else to carry that shit. Reaction from the booth. They have this way of making other people carry all their shame and their regret and cover for all their bad moves. And it's probably, you know, baggage has got to be the shit you carry, right? And the luggage is on four wheels, clearly, <laughs> with a handle and an ergonomic raising up handle thingy. All right, well, I guess I'll leave you with that baggage. Thank you, Beauty Radio. Matthew Quirk and his emotional baggage. I call those cunty girls uh, the Louis Vuitton girls. You know, the girls that have the Louis Vuitton luggage and the backpack and the fucking dish towels or whatever. But I say, hey, Louis Vuitton, make them something of use. Like a Louis Vuitton noose. All right? <laughs> Laura's last selfie. I saw her in the shower, but she looked so cute. I stole drummer comedian Aaron Barrett's joke because he quit comedy and said I could steal all his jokes. Yay! That's the first one of his jokes that I stole. Yay! Oh my God, I saw Laura. She's so cute. Laura's last selfie. All right, moving this right along. Jade, I don't know how we want to work this out. Um, if we want to hand you the microphone, put it near your face. Yeah, absolutely. Boom stand. We can move that over here, and we can. Oh, oh. Uh, Jonathan, you want to help me out there with some of the? Oh, thank you, Arden. Uh, no, they're just had to move. Our, we're all we're all we're all confused with our our labels, and this is here's the audience guy. Um, oh, the chair on. I don't know. 
Okay, so what's your name, sir? Fidel. Fidel? I want you to put I want you to put your ass on all that paper right there. Sit in that chair. Just sit on all that shit. Oh yeah, tighten it. It's drooping it's drooping down. Drooping down, so I'm gonna try to fix it. Oh. I think that's good. Okay. Here's the hat. Alright. Here's this. It's really like a, a ball sack, right? Every time you put your hand in there, it just kind of <laughs> bulges. It needs a good shave. Yeah. <laughs> Drooling contest. Okay, you ready? Drooling contest. Yeah, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On your mark, get set. You're up against the champ, man. Are you ready? This is not a fight I can win. Wait, wait, do you forfeit? I forfeit. Already? I a fucking pussy. <laughs> Alright, next! God. Some audience member you. I don't understand. Tweezers. That's it? That's it. Okay. I I used tweezers to clean out my fingernails, also to scratch my face, also to scrape the dead skin off my lips, because that's the only way I can reach my lips, by using tweezers to scrape off the dry drool from all the drooling contests I'm in on a daily, on a daily basis. And I save them. I save them in a little jar. <laughs> and I put it in the crock pot. <laughs> and I make it with soup. It's a nice salty addition. It's vegan. <laughs> and it's all natural. And it comes from my body. And, um,. I can send you that recipe, Fidel, <laughs> if you would like. I'm learning how to cook. Really? Yeah. You're probably on a budget too. It's yeah, great yes, when it's great when you're on a budget. I'll have to try it sometime. Cause it's fatty, it's filling. <laughs> Dead lip skin. Sounds good to me. Okay. Okay, what's next? What's next? Oh, digging that ball sack, yeah. <laughs> Give me an impression of Satan. <laughs> well, I'm very gay, and uh, I really love the Lord, but he doesn't love me back. <laughs> and I feel bad about that, and I'm basically just ripping off South Park Satan right now. I'm not really... Uh, that's God, I feel like I did injustice to that. I want to skip. Uh, oh, yeah, you want me to... Here, Satan would... What would Satan do, Pan? Satan would... Would, uh, would fuck all of you angrily in, in the dick, like in the dick hole for the men and in the pee hole for the women. It would... It would suck. It would really suck. Just like this is kind of sucking... But I feel, but I feel good. How about I just prop it up like this? Okay. Yeah. This is really awkward. <laughs> I feel like 
I feel like I'm sucking on Satan's dick. <laughs> this is what sucking on Satan's dick would be like. If the mic was Satan's dick, and if it was just popped up into your cheek, but it wasn't really in your mouth, it was just kind of in your cheek for the rest of eternity, and you just got to smell it. <laughs> so this is Satan. This is what Satan would... This is Satan right here, this microphone. <laughs> Alright, what's what's next? I'm not doing that. Fuck <laughs> that. I'll just follow it. Girls with claws. All I can think of that is that radiohead song. Just climbing up the walls. <laughs> climbing up the walls. How could you do that unless you had claws? And, <laughs> and you know he's talking about some bitch, man. <laughs> I've heard a lot of emo songs, like emo alt-rock songs, that are about girls with claws. <laughs> and why is that? Like, why do we have claws? Is it because we have sharp nails? Like, or is it just because they saw that movie, Teeth? You know? Oh. And then, yeah. That's, um, yeah, okay. All right. Okay, we covered that. We went over that. What's next? I, I got nothing for that. It's, uh, it's just a fact of life. You know? <laughs> it's alright. Let it fall, Pam. <laughs> Let it fall. I'm gonna follow it. I'm gonna follow the mic down to the ground. Squirrels or chipmunks? Uh, Berkeley squirrels, specifically. <laughs> The ones who, because they're really friendly, you know? And they don't talk. They don't fucking talk. <laughs> you know, chipmunks talk. That's weird. They sound like they're stoners sucking on helium. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you're an animal. Act like a fucking animal. <laughs> don't wear clothes. No. You don't have siblings. <laughs> no. Your dad's not a white man. He's a pedophile. Okay? That's why you're chipmunks. You're metaphorical chipmunks. Deep down in your tortured, pedophile life. And um, so I think squirrels are better. I think they know who they are. They know they're animals. They'll steal your food. They weren't sexually abused as children. <laughs> and... Um, I mean, I assume chipmunks aren't real. I thought that was just an Alvin saying they're not real, right? There's no such thing as a chipmunk. <laughs> oh, there is? Well, there isn't. Uh, there isn't. I mean, I've never seen one. <laughs> oh, I've seen those fuckers. I saw a squirrel eat a chipmunk once. <laughs> I was fucked up. That was traumatizing. That was like... That was like watching a horse eat a mule. <laughs> it's like... Why would a horse eat a mule? I don't know. Okay. Alright, dig into the ball sack once again. What does the mighty ball sack want from us? Yeah, jiggle it around. Jiggle it a little. Yeah. The wedding of Jay-Z and Beyonce. It was a big music video. <laughs> she was wearing yellow. She changed her clothes multiple times. 
in front of everyone. And I'm not talking about, like, those fancy wardrobe changes. I'm talking about, like, she fucking took her clothes off for the whole wedding. And, um, and did that. And then, uh, God, I don't even know anything about those people. I'm just, like, so pop culture wrong. This is really hard on my neck. Okay. Here, wait, give it to Felipe. Um, what? Fidel, I'm sorry, what was your name? I'm Fidel. sorry. Fidel, God, fuck me. Fuck me so hard. Alright, Fidel, you hold the mic with one hand and the other mic and the bag. Oh, yeah, you don't have a. You can tie the bag back up. Here we go. Oh, wait. God, you don't even know any, me anything now. I called you by the wrong name. You can just leave me if you want. You can leave, but he stayed. He stayed. Oh, pick another thing out of the hat while we're, uh, while we're figuring out this dilemma. Here. Proposed Shakespearean style. All right, well, Fidel, your Shakespeare name would be Felipe. <laughs> and, um, art thou wherefore in thy bed. And if thou were a player strutting thou hour upon the stage, only to be heard no more, would thy forgive mine heart for calling you Fidel one time accidentally? <laughs> Because your actual name is Felipe. <laughs> in, this, in thy Shakespearean land. I would just wonder, I would just wonder, if thou mightest forgivest mine for misbestowing thy title upon thee. And wouldst thou copulate first and then Thine can seal the badge of honor and thy title by slaying all my enemies and then Fidel Castro, whose name is actually Felipe, whose last name is not Castro, will thine marry me? No. <laughs> no. I never did that well in AP English, so. You must have did very well if you knew that was not. You couldn't understand that. Last pull. Last pull. Good, because this is, this is really this is difficult and shameful. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't just weed, was it? No, it, it wasn't. It was also PCP. <laughs> and I, I tend to react very well to PCP. <laughs> this is me on PCP. Um, and uh, yeah, I, you know, I just feel very one with the world and very angry inside right now. I feel like I want to eat your face, like really bad. Like your face just looks salty and good. I just want to peel off your dead lip skin. 
and put it in my crock pot. But I won't do that because I function very well on PCP. Is there anything you'd like to say, Fidel? I'll, I'll put the lotion on the skin this time. Yeah! <laughs> Everybody clap wildly for Jade! Yay! And for Fidel! Yay! What a good sport he is! Yay! Yay! We're here at the Hell Hat. We have two more comedians left for you. Your next comedian is one of the most bizarre fellows that exist in the world of people. I'm sorry. I just won my own drooling contest there. That was good. Uh, you guys are going to enjoy him right now. We're going to see what happens as he pulls things out of the fluffy nutsack. Uh, he's gonna, there's a dog that we're going to deal with. There we go. Everybody clap your hands wildly for Timothy Pizza. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I don't believe in hell. I feel like I'm already there most of the time start of the day is always bad like I generally just try to like move the shower curtain open to get in the shower shower pull off the wall everything off the walls just like medicine cabinet opens I can't do things in the morning it's just like no hell is now stained underwear yep yeah has anybody ever had to uh, buy new underwear and throw away underwear like in a bathroom at like a retail store? Yeah. Part of that club. Yeah, yeah. I'm not proud of it. It's true. Let's see what else we got. It's getting warmed up here. Yeah! Wow! All right. My favorite dirt. I like dirt. Got worms in it. Minerals. Minerals are good for dirt. You like to eat that shit, rub it around your teeth, it's good for you. Gets the bad dirt off. <laughs> Gotta get the dirt to get the good dirt, the good dirt, the bad dirt. Yeah, man, I like some fucking dirt. Favorite part of a cat? Favorite part of the cat is the cat that's in the dirt. <laughs> like bury the kitty up to his head and just tickle his little, tickle his little face. Tickle him, tickle him. They like the dirt, it's warm in there. They got the worms crawling on their belly. <laughs> We all come from dirt. <laughs> ash to ashes, dirt to dirt. Dirt to dirt to dirt to dirt to dirt to dirt. Prescription drugs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Has anybody, anybody got a cool prescription? Got bumps some? Yeah, it's your, it's your Prozac, your Seroquel, your lithium. Seroquel, so that's what they give you in prison. Keep you mellow. Yeah, I took it for like six months. I would wake up uh, eating a whole entire cake that apparently I'd driven to the store and bought. Um, it was, yes, it was heavy duty. you get the, the sugar rush. I'd eat like, one night I got so desperate for sugar on prescription drugs that I uh, had uh, cornflakes, but not the cornflakes for cereal. There were the cornflakes that were ground into powder for making fried chicken. So I had taken that and just a, box of sugar and pouring that into a bowl and filled it up with like water and was just drinking it out of the bowl frantically like butt naked in the dark in the kitchen. That's what prescription drugs will do to you. I like this is my favorite one of all night. 
Fear! Coming to get you. Trump's coming. Hillary's going to get you. She's a murderer. Podesta. Emails. Pizzagate. Transgendered sharks are molesting your children in the streets. Kardashians are showing their buns on the internet. It's dirt. We all live in the dirt. <sighs> this is just stupid. Buddhism sucks. That's what they said. Backwards. 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 Go away. It's backwards. That's all it said. Mm. <laughs> um, this one says, you've a slam po a poet. Your. That's. It looks like a you've. That's you've. That's you've. It's missing a serif! Serifs. Yeah, are the milk of the gods from the dirt from which we rise and we kill the kittens in the mountain dew of the world. Yes, Beyonce will come on your face, but will she come when you call for help? Interpretive dance about first time at a dispensary. care about Mondays or Garfield. <laughs> oh, man, where do these come from? Do you like, do people this boring? Tell me about Mondays. This is the people don't want to choke. Like, it's like the, ubiqu the, the ubiquity thing I was talking about earlier. Um, I made a mess. I do that sometimes. Here we go.
Uh, oh, wait. Uh, the importance of facial hair. Well, are you a no-chin bastard? Do you have a weak chin? Uh, are you running from the law? Uh, are you, uh, what do they call it, lumbar sexual? Lumber sexual? Lumberjack sexual? I don't know. I just wanted to grow a beard to see if I could. I had a beard coach, literally. Well, I mean, he didn't call himself a beard coach, but I was like, oh, man. He's like, you growing a beard? And I was like, I just haven't shaved. He's like, you can do it. And I'm like, no. It doesn't fill in right here. And he's like, it will. It's going to suck for three months, but then it'll be fine. I didn't go to comedy college. I mean, fucking Julie Ash. I had a, I made a really racist joke. I don't even know why I brought that up. Um, worst hangover. I've had so many. Oh, yeah, this is good. Uh, it was Halloween. Well, it was the day after Halloween. Um, I came to in the quad of the uh, Stenner Glen uh, dorms in San Luis Obispo. Um, shirtless with pants on, uh, holding a 40 with uh, an RA citation on my chest. And uh, I went back to my dorm room and the door had been removed. Whole place was trashed and there were six more tickets on my bed. Um, and there was like two or three people sleeping on my bed using all my posters as blankets. And uh, you know, then the guy comes, the RA comes, he's like, we gotta go to a meeting with the head guy and they're like, you threw all the bikes in the pool. I'm like, I don't remember that. And they're like, why is there drawing all over you? And I'm like, well, I'm Tupac for Halloween. I had gone around shirtless with all of Tupac's tattoos drawn on me and a, and a bandana. And then the best thing anyone's ever said to me was, I've been doing this job for 15 years and I've dealt with a lot of shitty fucking kids. I tried and I tried, but I could not get that 40 out of your hands. They just let me keep it. They left me sleeping on the bike rack in the quad. Craft beer. I fucking hate craft beer. The girl asks you about craft beer or to go out for craft beer and like talk about the fucking Grateful Dead. It's like she's just going to give you a hand job while she's talking about her dad. Those are my thoughts on craft beer. That's why I have two. Uh, yeah, that's not a good reason. That's all that one says. <laughs> Fuck you, hell hat. Mm, no. If I could time travel, what would I change? That's a good question. I think about this a lot. Like. A hack thing would be to say to like go kill Hitler. Uh, That's what everybody says. But I, uh, I think I would probably like 
I would go back to like 10 years before the Beatles and just play all their songs. <laughs> and not even well. I would just do really shitty versions of like Blackbird and like, like Blackbird singing song dead! They wouldn't be able to do them and they'd be really fucking confused. Because you know, the ideas would be kind of budding in McCartney and Lennon's heads. They'd be like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, we've been writing Blackbird for like, you know, a year, but he's already got the rest of the last verse. Like, I thought of that last night, but he's fucking, you know, what's going on? <sighs> Why is he wearing backwards overalls? God, I just picked this fucking hell hat. I'm not doing that. <laughs> All my dreams came true. Now what? Uh... <laughs> My dream that Zoe Deschanel ripped her face off, spread wings, and carried me into the sky. That bitch is scary, man. She'd like make you a muffin and suck your dick off. Not in a good way. Like, remove it. Feed it back to you in a lemon bar. And you'd like it. You'd tell yourself you did. Like, that bitch made me think I like Tom Petty. I had a girl, I tricked myself into believing that I like Tom Petty because of a girl. He only knows three chords. Don't care about your fucking wildflowers. Right. Meanwhile, back in Asia, I don't know what they, what are they, what, what are they doing in Asia? Yeah, meanwhile. So like, what? We're just being Asia. Over here. Well, I don't know. What do they, what do, they do? Um, I don't know. They got, uh, oh, they got that cool Mandarin duck. The one with a spoiler. It's got a little thing on his head and the crazy red beak. Google it, Mandarin duck. It's a beautiful bird. should be studied by fifth graders for science fair projects. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not allowed to talk to fifth graders either anymore. You can choose whichever one you want, Clay. You guys have a headliner who is not only a great comedian, but an amazing actor, which means that he knows all about improv. Uh, I keep wanting to see, I haven't seen your new Toyota commercial yet. Uh, is it out? God damn. We've been we've been watching Warriors games and they always have Toyota commercials and we're like, is it Clay again? It's later on in the playoffs. It's later on in the playoffs. It's exciting stuff. Uh, he's a great actor. He's a great human being and he's really really funny. You guys are gonna love him. Clap your hands wildly for Clay Newman. <laughs> hey. One more time for Tim Pizza, your last comic. Giving what could only be described as an unnecessary amount of energy for the show. Uh, that was beautiful. Like, if you're going to pull something, it's not for this show, Tim. Like, 
Stretch if you're going to do interpretive dances. It's scary up here. All right. Uh, let's see. What are we doing in the old hat? You got to say it first. You got to read it first. Otherwise, people are very confused. Uh, worst band or singer for a wedding? John Mayer. Easily John Mayer. Because that dude's trying to fuck. Like, he has no respect. John Mayer will not only try, but he will succeed in fucking your bride. He will do it. Your bride will be deflowered. She won't be a virgin, but he will deflower her nonetheless. That is, John Mayer, he's such a handsome guy, but every song he sings is like, Oh, you want to fuck me now? Calm down, man. You're a handsome guitarist. You don't need to fucking sex up every lyric, too. Wait, I love organic. How can you love something you can't afford? That is such a, like... Like, I never bought into uh, Uptown Girl. Cause I'm like, Billy Joel, you couldn't get Uptown Girl. Like, this song is unrealistic. You can't meet Uptown Girl at Safeway. She's at Whole Foods. I... I have no problem with organic food until it's like noticeably smaller than what apparently is the completely uh, synthesized like hormone infused shit that I'm used to. Like, have you ever gotten a peach and be like, what the fuck is this three bite piece of shit that you just gave me? What is this half grape sized peach? That's a real peach. That's just organic. That's all that means. It just means that science hasn't made that able to feed an entire family of seven. Have you ever seen an organic chicken? It's feeble. It's like a goddamn sparrow. There's nothing to it. I don't know how poor people eat it. How about those kittens? Uh, fucking cats. Like, I, I'm, I don't understand how, like, cats have made it throughout the entirety of society, like how they're this important of a thing. They were carved onto the walls of ancient Egypt. And as soon as we got cell phones, we're like, cat apps! Like, it's, you realize in the same way that your grandma knits you a sweater with kittens on it, we're all gonna be like having this conversation with our grandkids. Like, oh man, grandma got me another stupid app. Yeah, it's kittens again. Like, oh, look, it turns your face into a cat face. Isn't that hilarious? It's the extent of humanity is... I think Egyptians are right. They probably are gods. I don't know why else we'd be focused on them. They knew not to come to this show. Dogs are clearly too stupid for that. We got two dogs here. Cats know better. <laughs> Bodybuilding with diarrhea. Now, clearly good for weight loss. Bodybuilding. I'm not sure about that. That's... The only way diarrhea would help bodybuilding is that is a good way to make sure nobody else uses the bench press at the gym. Like, if you're having diarrhea, that's your bench press now. Like, nobody's going to wait in line for it. You're not going to be rushed whatsoever. Even the elliptical next to it, that's yours too. That's, uh, <laughs> diarrhea is a shotgun effect. It's not a sniper rifle. You know, you're... That entire 24-hour fitness, that's yours now. Congratulations. You're a business owner. It's exciting. <laughs> Hypochondriac tries Tinder. 
I mean, how does a hypochondriac even like? How do you have sex if you're a hypochondriac? That is such a disgusting thing. That is so horrible. Like, how do you? Because I imagine, like, if you're a hypochondriac about yourself, you're also a hypochondriac about like, like, can you imagine just seeing a dick for the first time? If you're a hypochondriac. You're like, all right, that's clearly a brown spot. There are not. There are there freckles on dicks. Do I have time to Google if there are freckles on dicks? Sex is such a disgusting thing. Like, if you're a hypochondriac, if you're OCD, like, you're going to die a virgin. There's no way. That's it. Unless you're having that, like, good old-fashioned bedsheet sex. You're just cutting a hole in there and hoping for the best. The religious glory holing, as I like to call it. Let's see. Want to buy some drugs. It's such a fine line between like a trustworthy drug dealer and somebody like there's no fucking way that I'm getting drugs from you and really like it's a Venn diagram there you have to meet in the middle one of the bubbles is just straight up sketchy like you're gonna rob me I don't trust you you don't know what you're talking about you found pills and you carved an E into them that's not ecstasy like that's Excedrin it's a different thing uh, that's one side of the diagram and the uh, in the middle is all right you clearly know your drugs you're on them right now. You seem to be having a good time. Uh, you're articulating what these drugs are about. That's what's in the middle. On the other side, not quite sketchy, but on the other side of that is you're on so many of these drugs that I see the future of me buying these drugs off of you. And I'm good, Thomas Bridgman. Um, so we're just going to go inside baseball on that last bit. There's just sometimes there's like somebody's like, if Zach Wiseman tries to sell me acid, I'm like, I, I clearly don't want the result of that. That is like, is this going to happen to me? Because I'm going to stick with pot. Uh, can handle pot. Zach Wiseman sold me four tabs of acid for $10, and I'm 100% sure those are just pieces of paper. There's no way. There's no way he would part with four tabs of acid for just $10. He doesn't have friends. I didn't get a discount. Um, first car accident. This is a proud moment for me. Uh, first car. Well, actually, like, it didn't even start. Like, it started as like a heated debate with the meter maid. Uh, this is actually like it starts as a really good story. I was actually incredibly proud of myself for this. It's one of the wittiest bits of banter that I've ever taken part of. Uh, there was a, they didn't know it was happening. I was pretty it was pretty much one sided as far as it being a conversation goes. There's a meter maid double parked to write somebody a ticket, and I pull up alongside her and I say, "Hey." Do you understand the irony of double parking to write a parking ticket? Or are you too fucking stupid to know what irony is? And I drove off just flipping her off. And then I rear-ended the car in front of me. Uh, <laughs> then when we were giving each other insurance, she wrote me a parking ticket. Uh, she won that one a lot. Uh, I was definitely the asshole in that situation. Thought it would work in the court of law, like, Your Honor, did you hear what I said to the meter maid? Though, that was a really good line. The car in front of me should have seen it coming. <laughs> lame spirit animal. Uh, lame. That's like saying, uh, 
like what's a what's what's a lame sign? What's a lame astrological sign? Fucking all of them. Wait, really? That's one of your bits? Like exactly that? Did you? Was that your? Are you looking for tags on the bit right now? Was that your topic? Uh, that spirit animals are like astrological signs. Well, then why did you let me finish the fucking bit before he took credit for it? You didn't even know where I was going with that. I've said astrological sign before. <laughs> Bet you think Amy Joomer's a thief, too. Did I just call her Amy Joomer? Amy Schumer. That was... <laughs> whoops. <laughs> it's like calling myself... Uh, what was it? Uh, Crab Newman all over again. Clam Newman. I don't even remember my own jokes. But yeah, like there's no there's no worst spirit animal because if a sentence starts with my spirit animal is, I've already lost so much respect for you. Uh, there, it doesn't matter. There's no animal cool unless it's like chimera. Or you just like using a mythical creature for your spirit animal. I'm on board with that. Like that's like the three headed lizard, right? What's a chimera? I haven't played D and D in a long time. A wolf. So it's just like part of the Chinese dragon. Like, eh, we don't need a full thing. You don't need to answer that. Um, man pubes, trim or no? Uh, I'm going to go with from experience, no. Uh, because, and maybe I've gotten lucky, but I've slept with more than two women. And... Uh, no, I've, 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 gotten, I've gotten naked in front of a handful of women. And, like, not only is my dick unimpressive, it is unkempt. Like, I'm not even trying to, like, to, to spruce it up a little bit. And no woman has been like, oh, fuck. No, I'm good. Like, that's never happened. That's not, I mean, there may not be a second date, but there's never been, like, a lady who's mean enough to be like, ah, oh, shit. All right. I didn't think there'd be that much hair. Uh... <laughs> Maybe I'm just missing out on more blowjobs that I should be getting. I don't know. I didn't think that went through all the way. But the important thing is it's itchy when you shave it, and that's gross. Um, Moses parting the Red Sea. Still hanging on to that one, Jews? That's all you got? You haven't had a superhero since. Um, Moses parting the Red Sea. That, uh, I mean, it's pretty cool as far as like Jesus like God tricks go like as far as magic from the Bible that's a pretty big one like I'm I'm not gonna say as a stoner that it's better than turning some bread into a lot of bread because I like carbs and I'm rarely near seas but it's at least like second best it's cooler than any shit Muhammad did um did Muhammad do some cool shit? I am unstudied. Giving up. Oh, I'm amazed that none of us have actually done that. Uh, the fact that every single one of us had done our time tonight. Uh, I don't know if that's like a good side for us as comedians or a bad side for us as people, but uh, we are not giving up. Um, we're not, well, that's true. Uh, we're kind of. I think <laughs> this is like. This is somewhere between it's my dream and oh, I'm already here. Uh, that's kind of where we're at. It's like, I, I'm somewhere with you and I need to do this and I may as well do this. All right, let's do a couple more of these bad boys. Um, beard. <laughs> cool. Um, beard. 
This is probably the manliest thing I've ever done in my life is have a beard. I think like, like I changed a tire once, but then if you go on Twitter and brag about it, that kind of takes away the manly factor. Like if you, if you, like I wasn't even finished changing the tire, I just got the popped one off. And I'm like, yeah, guess who knows how to change tires? And then I had to call AAA to get the new one back on. But I still got the old one off for him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, loosen it up. And they're like, you did it wrong. I'm like, fuck. All right, not a man yet. You know, it is a fun game. Uh, because beards are pretty, beards are pretty standard. Like we've, almost every single gentleman in the room has a beard right now. Uh, try growing a goatee. See how the world looks at you. That's a, that's an interesting move. It really is. That's a bold fucking choice. I've tried it a few times, and really the end game is because like it's it is it's another it's another Venn diagram where it's like no goatee, goatee which is bad. Like no goatee is good. Goatee, bad. Goatee with the beard coming in on the side, fucking awesome again for some reason. I never do like, like as a straight guy, that's the first dude I'm going to fuck is the dude with a goatee, but then the beard coming in on the side. And I don't know why, because it means he decided to have a goatee at one point. And instead of changing his mind, it's like, oh, well, the rest of my face will catch up. It's a very lazy move that for some reason I'm sexually attracted to. Um... I don't understand that. I have a really like I'd be a strange gay man. I like I really would. Uh I I'd I'd be I, I wouldn't be welcome in many of the gay bars. I don't think like I'm a bear, but I get like itchy, so I'm not into leather. It's not I don't know. Can't be a bear with eczema. Do food allergies exist? Uh yeah, but they shouldn't. Like that is clearly like food allergies and cancer are the two signs that I think humans are done. Like I think the world's like, all right, you like let's let's give let's give cockroaches a chance again. Uh, we're like, like if a human gets taken down by a bear, that's understandable. If a human gets taken down by a peanut, I'm rooting for the cockroaches at this point. Ain't no peanut ever killed no cockroach. Apologize. Um, I am sorry. Uh, in general, for this, uh, trying to think of what like the last. Because I've had a few of those moments where I've had to go back and like, hey man, I'm sorry. Like that. That was. That's how I used to be. That's not how I am now. But then every once in a while, there'll be things that I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going to stick with this shitty decision I made as a child, and I'm going to hold true to that. Like, I have enemies that I made when I was 17 that when I die will still be on my enemy list. I swear to God, there will be people that I, for petty things, that I will never, I had, uh, I had a neighbor who towed my car. He towed my car. This was almost 10 years ago at this point. He towed my car, and I was pissed. It was maybe inches in his driveway. It was totally unnecessary, but it was legal and he towed my car <laughs> to this day if it rains i'll drive to his house in the middle of the night and put salt in his lawn and i wait till it rains so it soaks in that's the way to do it just a little bit at a time so he doesn't know he'll just have like one 
brown patch and it's all like does a dog pee there like what happened then another brown patch and eventually he's gonna look up from his upper like his upward window and it's just gonna say camry motherfucker <laughs> all right call my own number i'm saying last card uh how did I get all the stupid one weirded ones? We just went beard, apologize, and now we're at stare. I don't want to. That doesn't, like, stare. I will say, uh, <laughs> I, for, it, I, I'm old enough to remember times before smartphones, like in fact, I was one of the, uh, not quite to Pam's level, I'm not as uh, determined as you, but I waited a few years till after they were popular to get a phone. Uh, and I recently spent some time on BART without phone access. How do you not stare at people? Is there anything else to do on BART if you don't have a phone? If you're gonna, if you're gonna expect me not to stare at you, don't be so fucking weird looking. Like that's your fault on BART. Like, I'm not saying like she's dressed like she wanted it, but he had a face like he definitely wanted it. Like that's. I'm gonna do one more. I'm gonna do one more of those. If it's not more than one word, I swear to God. Teach self-defense. Okay. Uh, glasses. Pepper spray. That's it. That's literally it. That's literally it. Don't get a taser. They malfunction too easily, and you could only use it once. Pepper spray. Make sure you got the glasses. He knows. Nobody's raping that guy. You're safe as shit. You can pepper spray anybody, and you're fine. It's a nice thing I like to do for audience members to try to keep people from raping them after the show. Uh, it's, just, it's a gift, my gift back to you. Uh, you guys, you're goddamn wonderful people for hanging out and listening to all this. Thank you so much. Thank you, comics, and stuck around after your sets. That's nice of you. Uh, everybody give it up for Pam Benjamin. She does a lot for y'all. Hey, Newman, everyone. Uh, that is our Hell Hat show tonight. We went through... All the, well, not all the papers, almost all the papers. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Arden, Matthew Quirk, Jade Terrio, Timothy Pizza, and Clay Newman. Been your host, Pam Benjamin. Uh, come back next week where we have Soberish versus Super Stoned. We're going to have comedians do sets sober ish, and then they're going to smoke a bunch of weed and do more time, and we'll see what happens and uh, how much fun that'll be. Uh, but this has been the Hell Hat. This is the third Friday of every month. Uh, every Friday at 8 o'clock. Come back. All right. Good night. Yay! and register themselves as married, then according to state law, they are legally married. Wow. All couples staying overnight in a hotel must have a room with double beds that are at least two feet apart. It is illegal to have sex in a churchyard, 
Persons in possession of illegal substances must pay taxes on them. I don't know how they figure that one out, but uh, yeah. A $3, talking about taxes, a $3 tax must be paid on all white goods sold. Bingo games may not last over five hours unless it is held at a fair. All right, I think, you know what? Hey, we got one last bingo thing. Uh, serving alcohol at a bingo game is not allowed. I guess unless it's at a fair? Listen to Shaggy's Soul Shakedown on Mutiny Radio. Feel free to give me a call at 415-550-0. Radio Comedy Festival is coming March at Podcasts. Gets to the point where like gentlemen it is that time yes it is curl <laughs> it's the house of pride show episode 127 how do you keep count after like 100 girl i, I wouldn't have even gotten that far <laughs> girl i don't know don't test me <laughs> i'm your host Risa Turner, my lovely and beautiful co-host, Pearl T. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. If you have a question for us, call us 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. Well, it's another episode, Pearl T. How are you? Fabulous, girl. How are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm doing good. We're celebrating the 60s today because we have a couple of 60 themed parties going on in San Francisco this week. That's right up your alley, girl. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's get right into it. It's going to be a full house here at House of Pride Radio. Um, am I, can anyone hear me out there? <laughs> I, I think, think so, girl. All right. I can barely hear myself. Uh, let's start things off. We have a fabulous guest sitting with us. Uh, she is from the girl group entitled The Devil Etz. And um, we want to welcome to the House of Pride show the one and only Sweet, Sweet Tart. Tart. Hi. Hey, girl. What's going on? How are you? I'm great. I'm loving life. I'm so happy to be here. Well, cool. welcome. Thank you. So, Tweeka said you're from a girl group. What kind of girl group is this? So, the Devilettes are a 1960s-style synchronized go-go dance troupe. All right. Yes. How fierce is that? I've seen you guys perform. And uh, tell us about how big your, your troupe is. 
So we vary. At our largest, we're about 18 girls. Wow. Uh, occasionally, we shrink down to about eight, depending on who's available to do a show. But um, we are a very large tribe. Will you guys, like, all 18 go and do, like, one gig together? Yeah. 